On this episode of Real Talk, we're gonna take three of the most popular myths and we're gonna debunk them. So stay tuned as we find out what is true and what is not. You do not wanna miss this. Well, welcome to Real Talk with Jordan Riley where the real talk does not come from me, it comes directly from God's word. And today we are going to expose and debunk three of the most popular myths that are out there. I know you've heard them before and we're gonna get into them and see what God's word actually says because this stuff is absolute pure nonsense. So let's get going. Myth number one is this, we are all God's children. Wow, doesn't that sound like warm and fuzzy and just make you wanna give everyone a hug? I want, you, I want you to look at this video by Pastor Brian as he talks about how we are all God's children. Watch this. Our faith is very important to us. As Christians, we believe in treating others as we want to be treated. That's what we're teaching our kids. and It's not always easy. I once judged people who were gay. Then through my ministry, we came to know some gay and transgender people and their families and learned of the discrimination they sometimes face. We've prayed about it and thought about the example that we want to set for our kids. We are all God's children, including gay and transgender people. Wow, did he really just say that? I mean, seriously, that transgender and LGBTQ, we're, they're, they're all just children of God. That is called inclusivism. Was Jesus inclusive? Absolutely not. He was exclusive, and we're gonna see that later on in the video. But let me be very clear, Pastor Brian is, I mean, I don't even know if he's picked up a Bible before. I mean, did he not read 1 Corinthians 6, uh, verses nine through 11, and 1 John 3, verses seven through 10? You can watch my video right here about can you be a gay Christian um, when you get done with this video. Also, let's look at what the Bible really says about, you know, are we all God's children? Colossians 1.6, let's read that a second. It says, For by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on the earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. So yes, we are all God's creation, but nowhere in the text did it say we're all God's children. Okay, so let's go to John. John chapter 1. John chapter 1 uh, verse 12 and 13. Here's what it says. It says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of a man, but of God. Did you see that? God gave the right to become children of God. It's not just for everybody. It's not, hey, you're in the club, we're all in the club together. No. It was because of God's will, his choosing. He adopted people into his family that he chose, not us. We didn't do the choosing. And it comes because we received Christ. We put our trust and our faith in Christ. We repented of our sins. The Lord saved us graciously by his mercy. That's what it takes to be a child of God. And also, let's see that in Galatians chapter 3, verse 26. It says this, it says, for you are all sons and daughters of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Again, did you see the exclusivity there? We're not just all part of the family of God. No, those who have put their faith in Christ Jesus. That's where you become a child of God. 
Remember, we're all create, you know, God's creation, but we're not all God's children. I hope that makes sense. Um, let's go to number two. Number two is, uh, man, I tell you, this one just rubs me raw, but let's, let's look at it. It says, everybody goes to heaven. Oh, so special, heart. No, I'm sorry. That's called universalism. That has been rejected as heresy for thousands of years. And the Bible doesn't teach it. And you notice the Bible didn't even teach the last one. So let's see, let's, let's watch a quick video by Rick Warren, our favorite false teacher, and see what he has to say about this thing about everyone goes to heaven. Watch this. Well, the issue is this. That's a great it, thing it, to be talking about yeah. at Christmas time. Yeah, well, way, well, if, you got, if you got two doors, one says right. this one goes to life with eternity with God. Right. And this one says eternity without God. Right. If I walk out the door that says eternity without God, do I blame God for that? No. That's right. my choice. Right. That's my choice. And so I choose to, re to, to go to hell. Mm -hmm. You have to do almost the impossible. Wow. <laughs> it's almost impossible not to go to heaven? Did he just say that? I mean, has he ever read the Bible? Again, do these people just ignore what scripture actually says? Look at Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. Let's look at that really quick just to kind of show where he's way off. It says, enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction. And there are many who enter through it. For the gate is narrow and the way is constricted that leads to life. And there are few who find it. Notice the few and the many that Jesus is talking about. The many are the people that have gone through the wide gate that, are lead, that leads to hell. And few are the ones that go through the narrow gate that leads to heaven. That does not sound like, hey, everyone's going to heaven and it's, it's, it's impossible not to go and all this stuff. No, that is false teaching by a false teacher. But let's look, um, let's look at Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23. I want you to catch this because again, this whole thing about everyone goes is going to be debunked. Watch this. Jesus says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Leave me, you who practice lawlessness. He just cast them into hell. Why? Because they did not have a relationship with Christ. They tried. They, they looked like they were Christian. They sounded like they were Christian. It really sounded like everyone's going. But Jesus stopped them dead in their tracks and said, no, I don't know you. Away from me. And he cast them into hell. Again, Rick Warren, not a reliable Bible teacher. He is a false teacher who is spewing this nonsense. And again, in one more verse for you, Mark 10, 25. Jesus says, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Wow. Jesus is making it very clear that again, the few are going to enter, not the many. This is not a one, come one, come all, everybody's in the club that you're seeing. Again, that's man-centered, ego-building, make you feel good about yourself, nonsense. All right, let's go to number three. Number three here. And that is, there are many paths to God. I know you guys have heard this before. And the, sadly, the person who promotes this garbage the most is Oprah Winfrey. 
She gets on there and she interviews other pastors like T.D. Jakes and Carl Lentz and Rick Warren, all these people, and they just promote this thing. Hey, there are many paths to God. You choose your path. No matter what path you're on, it's going to all come together in heaven. We're all good. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Sadly, it's false. I'm telling you, the, the sad thing about all these, if you haven't noticed, is that they are creating a false sense of security for everybody. They think that they don't have to change. They don't need Christ. They can do whatever they want. They can pick whatever path they want. Everyone's in the club. We're all, we're all part of the family of God. There's no need for Christ. So let's examine this. Let's go and, and see what, uh, let's see what uh, Billy Graham has to say about this. Watch, watch this video by Billy Graham. What do you think is the future of Christianity? Well, Christianity and being a true believer, you know, I think there's the, the, the body of Christ which comes from all the Christian groups around the world or outside the Christian groups. I think everybody that, that loves Christ or knows Christ, whether they're conscious of it or not, they're members of the body of Christ. He's calling people for, out of the, the world for his name, whether they come from the Muslim world or the Buddhist world or the Christian world or the non-believing world. Uh, they are members of the body of Christ because they've been called by God. They may not even know the name of Jesus, but uh, they know in their heart that they need something that they don't have, and they turn to the only light that they have, and I think that they are saved and that they're going to be with us in heaven. This is fantastic. I'm so thrilled to hear you say that. There's a wideness in God's mercy. Did you hear that? Seriously, people that don't even know God, they don't even know Jesus' name, they've never even heard the gospel, they're saved, they're Christians, they're going to heaven, said no verse ever in the Bible. I, I don't know where people are coming up with this. This is demonic. This is leading people straight to hell. It's making them think that they are going to heaven, that false security, but in the end, they're going to be cast out by Jesus himself. Do you not get this? Now watch this video by Joel Osteen. You're going to have to check this out. Watch this. Thing to help what if you're Jewish or Muslim and you don't accept Christ at all? You know, I, I just, I'm very careful about saying who and would and wouldn't go to heaven. I don't know. I think only God. Because you believe you have to believe in Christ. I so believe they're, they're wrong, aren't they? Well, people? I don't know if I believe they're wrong. I believe here's what the Bible teaches. And from the Christian faith, this is what I believe. But I just think that only God can judge a person's heart. I've spent a lot of time in India with my father. And, uh, you know, I don't know all about their religion, but I know they love God. And I don't know. I'd have to, you know, I've seen their sincerity, so I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Come on, Joel. What do you know? You're, you got the biggest church in America, and you just are all, all over the place and social media. You got hundreds of millions of followers. You don't know? Are you serious? Come on. Have you not opened a Bible and read it? Yeah, I mean, seriously, you, he, he thinks that every path leads to God. I don't know, those Hindus and those Muslims, they're good people. They're sincere. They love God. No, they don't. They hate God. I'm sorry, guys, but we're going to call it out right now. These guys are false teachers. Joel Osteen, Rick Warren, all these guys, they are false. And they are creating this man-made absolute nonsense that is getting people all headed in the wrong direction. I mean, seriously, if I get to pick my own path, because every path leads to God, then why do I need to go to church? 
Why do I need to be saved? Why do I need Jesus? I don't. I can do whatever I want because it's going to end up in the right place at the end anyways. This is absolute unbiblical nonsense. Let's look at the verse of, let's look at two verses of scripture really quick. First of all, the premier text, John 14, 6. Jesus said this to his disciples. He said, Jesus said to them, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Again, Jesus is not inclusive. He is extremely exclusive. He's saying, I am the only way. There's only one path. There's not multiple. There's not many. There's not several. He is it. Also, let's look at Romans 10, 17. The Bible says this. It says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Faith is not something you just kind of know instinctively and it doesn't come just because you kind of had it, got it by osmosis or you had some feeling down in your heart. No, it comes when the word of God, the gospel is proclaimed. This is important, guys. Remember, this is extremely exclusive. People have got to get this. There is not... Heaven, hell is going to be packed full of people that thought that they were saved, that said, well, I went to church and I gave to charity and I was a good person and I did this, this, and this, and this, and this. But Jesus, again, look at Matthew 7. He's say, I don't know you. Go away from me. And he's going to cast him into hell. So Billy Graham, Joel Osteen, Rick Warren, and Pastor Brian are all false teachers. They are deceiving millions upon millions of people with this man-centered, absolute garbage. And you've got to stop believing it. And if you know someone who is believing this stuff, please tell them the truth. Love them enough to speak the truth and give them that correction. Because I know how I was before I was, before I was saved. I was believing this nonsense. I was so deceived and so lost until Jesus had mercy on me and saved me. But it happened with a gentleman over in Seattle, Washington, who, who told me the truth. He, did, he absolutely offended the heck out of me, but he did it because he loved me and because I needed to hear the truth. And the Lord used that to save me. It got my attention and it made me realize that I did not know the truth and that I was lost. I wanna leave you with two other verses before we wrap up this, this uh, segment. Acts 4.12 says this, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among mankind by which we must be saved. That is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no one else you can turn to for salvation. You can't earn it. You can't deserve it. You're not good enough. The Bible says that our goodness and our good deeds, Isaiah 64.6, are like filthy rags. That we can't do it. We can't achieve it. We need Christ. This world needs Jesus. You might be watching me today and you need Jesus. You realize that you do not have him, that you've been believing this nonsense. Please turn to Christ. And last but not least is Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9. It says this. It says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Salvation is a free gift of God. It's what he does. It's not what we do. It's not an aisle you walk. It's not a decision you've made, not a prayer you've repeated. It is a gift that God has given. He's offered it to you and you receive it by faith, the faith that God has given you. <laughs> That's what is amazing. It's all about him. We play no role in our salvation. God has chosen to save who he will save, Ephesians 1 verse 4. 
And I'm telling you today, if you're watching this and you do not know Christ, or you're not sure if you're saved, or you've been believing this nonsense, please send me an email. Please comment below. Let's have a conversation. Let's connect. I want to share the gospel with you. I want to introduce you to Jesus. I want, to, I want you to know that you're saved. I want you to have hope for the future. Because I'm telling you, these myths, they're leading you straight to hell.